Good afternoon and welcome. I am happy um, that you have joined to listen and to hear the word that God has given us for this day. And I want to assure you that um, this will indeed be a beautiful day. Um, we're going to have awesome time in the presence of God. Hallelujah. And before I can introduce the topic um, of the day, um, as well as the scripture that God has given us for the message, I would like us to pray together. All right. And um, I am really um, hoping and wishing that you and your family are all doing well and that everything is good with you. Praise the Lord. Now, the prayer that I would like us to pray for before we get straight into the word is a prayer to ask God to guide us that we desire the right things that will not lead us into trouble. And this word trouble, I'm referring to problems or difficulties. So a prayer to ask God to guide us that our wants in life, our desires in life are not going to lead us into problems or difficulties. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we come before you this moment, oh Father, just to appreciate you, oh God. We do so because we acknowledge that, Father, you are the creator of the heavens and of the earth. We do so because we acknowledge that you are God who is in control and in charge. We do this because we acknowledge that, Father, you are the one who is able to answer our prayers and give us the desires of our hearts. We do this because we acknowledge that, Father, all authority and power is in your hands. And that is why, Lord, we are coming to you in confidence, with confidence that, God, the prayers that we are offering, not only will you hear our voice, but that you are also going to answer our prayers in the mighty name of Jesus. And so I pray that, Father, help everyone listening, help everyone watching, that guide them, O oh Father, that the wants, the desires, the plans, goals that they have in life may not lead them into problems or lead them into difficulties in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the Bible, refers to you as a helper. And therefore, it means you are capable of helping Lord people that what they desire should be good. You are capable of helping people that what they want in life should be good. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you. Because, Lord, everyone, my God, that is mentioning your name, Jesus. Everyone that is calling to your name, oh Lord, calling upon your name, you are hearing them. And you are doing something great unto them. Father, may you receive the praise. May you receive the honor. If anyone, my Lord God, wanted to give up, if anyone, Lord God, wanted to let go, if anyone wanted to put a stop, if anyone was depressed, if anyone was feeling negative, if anyone was entertaining my father depression, if anyone was entertaining negativity, I ask that this moment, O oh Lord God, may you intervene in the mighty name of Jesus and comfort them, O Jehovah. Let them know that you are able to lead them into the right path, that you are able to lead them into the right direction that you are able to lead them unto the direction where you see it as profitable. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, I declare, anyone who is watching my God who may be sick or feeling any form of discomfort in their body, as your servant, I declare healing and the perfection of their health in the mighty name of Jesus. Anyone who is listening and watching who may be tormented by evil dreams or bad dreams, I pray that God may you comfort them, O Jehovah, remove all those dreams and give them dreams that have meaning, dreams that are positive in the mighty name of Jesus. Anyone who is facing my Lord turmoil times in their relationships, I know that, Father, you are able to intervene, O God, and bring peace 
And so I declare peace upon their relationships in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Praise be to God. All right, thank you for praying with me. Uh, the prayer to ask God that the desires we have should not lead us into trouble, which are problems and difficulties. Hallelujah. Here's a statement I want you to take note, and then we open the scripture so we can see what God wants us to learn today. Hallelujah. The statement is as follows. It is okay to want the best things in life. However, everyone needs you to measure, monitor, and carefully consider. Let me say that again. I am saying it is all right, it is okay, and it is actually good for you to desire the best things in life, to want the finest things in life. However, or but, every want, every need, every desire that you have in life needs to be measured by you. It needs to be monitored and it needs to be carefully considered. Praise the Lord. So what I'm saying is don't let your wants go loose. Don't let your wants go wild. Don't let your wants be uncontrolled. Don't let your wants be unmonitored. Don't let your wants be unsupervised. But make sure that whatever you are wanting in life, take a moment, assess it, ask the questions, see, determine that is this want really profitable in my life? Hallelujah. Open your Bible from the book of Matthew chapter 26. The book of Matthew chapter 26. And we'll read verses 14, 15, and 16. Matthew chapter 26, verses 14, 15, and 16. Praise the Lord. Now, as you're opening the book of Matthew chapter 26, the title of the message that I want to teach today is The Love for Things. The love for things. One more time. The love for things. Matthew chapter 26, verses 14 to 16. Let me read. Then one of the twelve, called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What are you willing to give me if I deliver him to you? Now, I would like to ask you that mark the statement what are you willing to give me if I deliver him to you? Hallelujah. What are you willing to give me if I deliver him to you? And they counted out to him 30 pieces of silver. And uh, verse 16, so from that time he sought opportunity to betray him. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the reading of the scripture. This is the word that is life, the word that is encouraging, the word that is comforting, the word that has solutions, the word that guides, the word that heals, the word that can promote, the word that can bring life, the word that can sharpen, the word that can bring light. This word, my God, is a guide, a light unto our path. And I pray that, Father, as I continue to teach, Lord, on this topic, the subject that you have given, which says the love for things, let this word, my God, be indeed the right word, for you have given it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, 
Matthew chapter 26, verses 14 to 15. And remember, we are talking about the love for things. The word of God is saying there was an occurrence. There was a situation. And in this situation, the Bible is saying that one of the 12 disciples of Jesus Christ by the name Judas Iscariot, he went to the chief priests. And when you look at verse number 15, the Bible says when he got or when he arrived where the chief priests were, Judas Iscariot made a statement. Judas Iscariot asked a question and he said, what are you willing to give me if I deliver him to you? What are you willing to do for me in return if I deliver him to you? What benefit am I going to get if I deliver Jesus Christ to you? What am I going to have if I give Jesus to you? What in return am I going to acquire if I let you know who Jesus is among the 12 disciples? Hallelujah. And this is the base of my message today. This is the base of the teaching to say that the love for things. Hallelujah. And what is fascinating is that Judas Iscariot did not ask for money. He did not ask for pieces of silver. He did not ask for pieces of gold. All he said to the priests is that, what are you willing to give me? All he said to them is, what are you willing to do for me in return if I betray Jesus? If I tell you who the Messiah is among us, what am I going to get out of it? Praise the Lord. And this is where the message is coming in to say the love for things. Hallelujah. The man loved things so much that he was willing to betray Jesus so that he can get something in return. Now, the challenge we have today is that we all want good things. Hallelujah. And there is nothing wrong with wanting good things in life. There is nothing wrong with admiring good things in life. There is nothing wrong with wanting the best for your family or your life or your family members, your relatives in life. There is nothing wrong with wanting the finest things for your children in life. There is nothing wrong with wanting the finest things for your wife or your husband in life. There is nothing wrong with wanting the finest things for your parents in life. But the challenge comes in if you cannot measure what you want in life. The danger comes in if you cannot search to see what am I looking for in life. The danger comes in when you cannot assess what you are looking for, what you are wanting to, to determine, is this good? Is there value in what I want? Is what I want going to leave me with integrity when I get it? Is what I want going to keep me you know, grounded, keep my feet on the ground when I get it? Is what I want going to keep me in marriage? Is what I want going to keep me the same person after I get it? Will I still retain or maintain my manners after I get what I want? Will I still be seen as the same person who is kind and gentle after I get what I want? Will I be approachable after I get what I want? Can I still be relied upon after I get what I want? Can people still call me? Can people still relate to me after I get what I want? Can I maintain my friendship after I get what I want? Will I sleep at home after I get what I want? Will I still maintain respect for other people after I get what I want? Hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. So what I'm saying is the love for things if not monitored, the love for things if not assessed, the love for things if not checked or considered carefully will result to you, will result to me changing our ways. Praise the Lord. This is why you hear statements that this person used to be good before they got that. This person used to be good before they got into marriage. She used to be a good person before she got her business. He used to be a very gentle person before he became a preacher. He was a very kind person before he was an elder. But after he got what he wanted, after he attained what he was looking for, he is no longer the same person. Hallelujah. He has changed his attitude. He has changed his personality. They have changed their behavior because they got what they wanted. Praise the Lord. So today the message is simple. They love for things. Hallelujah. When you're going out and you are searching for money, you love money, you want money. My question is when you get that money, how are you going to be as a person? That relationship that you have been looking for for a long time, once you get into it, how are you going to be as a person? The status in a society that you have been desiring for so long, the recognition, hallelujah. Once you get that popularity, once you get that recognition, are you going to remain the same person? Can people stay, still say you're a good brother, you're a good sister, you're a good friend? Can people still say you're a good neighbor? Will you still be friendly toward your neighbors? Will you still be friendly toward the strangers? Can you still sit and have a conversation with someone who you don't know? Can you still sit and interact with someone who is of a lesser class than you after you get that want that you are looking for? Hallelujah. They love for things. They love for things. Now listen. Judas Iscariot betrayed Jesus because he said to the priest, what are you willing to give me? He did, he did not just betray Jesus because he hated Jesus. He did not betray Jesus because he was tired of being a disciple. He did not betray Jesus because he did not want to be in his presence. But the word of God is saying he did it so because he was looking for something. He said there is something that you can offer in return. Hallelujah. He wanted something. The Bible does not make it clear what he really wanted. But all we are told is that Judas was looking for something. And he made it clear to say, look, what are you willing to offer me? What are you willing to do for me? What am I going to gain if I get this? Praise the Lord. Now, here, I want you to listen to some stuff, all right? Now, number one, people have been left in debt because of the love of things. Hallelujah. If you are not careful, if you are not considerate, if you are not going to look at the things that you want in life, people have been left in debt because of their love for things. Hallelujah. People's marriages have been broken and the families have been torn apart because of their love for things. That people love to be out. People love to socialize. People love to be out there. People love to do things, you know, with friends. People would prefer to be with colleagues, to be with other people than their own relatives, than their own family members, than their own partners. And the end result is marriages were broken. Marriages are broken. Why? They love for things. People cannot stay away from, you know, uh, being in the so-called nice places. Hallelujah. They love for things. At the end result, people have been left alone. People are lonely because of the love for things. Praise the Lord. People have been made, um, good relationships have disappeared because of the love for things. 
Hallelujah. People who were close to you, people who were good to you, people who were kind with you, people who were with you from the beginning, people who knew you before you even gained your status in society. Now they are no longer near you. Why? Because of the love for things. Once you started to, to, to have this drive for the love of things, once you started to have this, this hunger, hallelujah, this greed, I call it, for the things, hallelujah, you ended up left being left all alone. Why? Because of the love for things. Praise God. The unmonitored love for things. The uncensored love for things. Now, again, let me repeat myself. I am not saying don't desire good things. That's not my message. It is actually good for one to desire fine things in life. It is all right for one to desire the best things in life. But what I am saying is you need to gauge, you need to check, you need to assess and to see that what you are looking for, will you still remain you after you get it? Can I still be the same Tadala whom people know when I get what I want? Will I still be relatable? Can people still call me a kind-hearted person after I get what I am looking for? Can people still sit with me and have a decent conversation after I get what I am looking for? Or will I now refer to certain people as commoners, certain people as of a low class because I have gotten what I was looking for? Hallelujah. So the love for things is important. That it's, This is a subject that in 2022, as you are excited about goals, as you are excited about dreams, as you are excited about desires, as you are excited about business, as you are excited about relationship, whatever excites you, whatever is exciting you in 2022, I want you to be careful of the love of things. Check, ask yourself two, three times, is this really what I want? Will I remain the same person after I get this that I am desiring? Hallelujah. The love for things. Now, people have been made to lose the dignity and their integrity because of the love of things. Now, I have heard the stories, praise the Lord, of let's start off with women that have said, listen, I am willing to sleep with you if you give me what I want. People, because of their love for promotion, because of their love for a higher salary, because of their love of a new title, have lost their dignity. They have lost their integrity. Hallelujah. The same for men, praise the Lord, that are offering to sleep with women because they are going to promote them. Praise the Lord. So they are saying to them, what am I going to get in exchange if I promote you? What am I going to get in exchange if I give you a new business contract? What am I going to get in exchange if I give you a contact of what you are looking for in your business? Hallelujah. And in turn, people have lost their dignity. People have lost their integrity. Hallelujah. Because of their love for things. People have fallen into corruption. Men, women who had a dignity. Men, women who said, you know what? I am going to do everything by the book. Men, women who said, listen, I am not going to do anything that is of a shortcut, but I will make sure that I maintain my dignity as a child of God. But because of the love for things, because they could not wait on the Lord, because they could not wait patiently before God, they ended up going through the shortcut or going for the shortcut. And in return, the dignity was lost. Why? The love for things. Hallelujah. People have, left, uh, have, have been left leading false lives. Now, this is common. Praise the Lord. Because of the love for things, individuals want to be found in the finest place. So people are going, they are borrowing money, they are living life on credit because they want to live a life that fits a certain criteria. They want to live a life that fits a certain class. Praise the Lord. And in return, because they cannot sustain that life, they have fallen into debt. Then they keep 
falling in deeper and deeper. Why? The love for things. They are saying, I have to be found in the most expensive places. They are buying tickets in expensive events. They are buying tickets of expensive things. They are going around and getting things on credit to try fit in a certain glass prison. Why? They love for things. Hallelujah. So as you are pursuing your dream, as you are pursuing your goals, I want you to be careful. Sit down and look and say, what exactly do I want in life? How is my love for these things that I am looking for? Hallelujah. What else? Preachers. Let's talk about preachers, all right? Seven, the five-fold ministry. The pastors, the evangelists, the apostle, the teacher, and the, 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 the prophet, all right? Now, preachers, teachers of the gospel have been left losing their integrity because of the love of things. You find that a pastor such as me, because I want numbers, I want a lot of people, I end up going around and doing what I shouldn't be doing. Why? Because of the love of things. I want my ministry to be as big as someone else's ministry. I want my calling to be like someone else's calling. I see someone else praying and people getting healed. And what do I do? I end up going and seeking power, not from God. Why? Because I want shortcut in life. So what am I saying? The love for things has caused even the servants of God to drop. Servants of God to lose the anointing. Servants of God to lose their respect. Servants of God to lose their way. Why? Their love for things. Hallelujah. Because everyone today wants to be living a good life. Everyone today wants to live a classy life. Everyone today wants to live in a mansion. Everyone today want to have good money in the bank accounts. Everyone today want to be popular and famous. Everyone today want to put on the finest clothes. Everyone today want to use the best cell phone. Everyone today want the best furniture in their houses. But the question is, how is your love for things? What are you doing to get those things? Hallelujah. Are you doing it the right way? Praise the Lord. Now remember, you can fool me and you can fool everyone, but you cannot fool God. Hallelujah. It is not about me. It is not about everyone else. It is about God. That what ways are you using to live your life? What ways are you using for you to be where you are? What ways are you using for you to climb the corporate ladder? What way are you using for you to, to climb the ladder in society? Hallelujah. The love for things. The love for things. Praise the Lord. And, and let, let me speak once more to my fellow servants of God my fellow preachers, that it is all right to be in a small ministry while you are doing the work for God. It is all right to have a few members while you know what you are doing is what God has called you to do. It is all right to struggle, to go through a period where you are struggling, maybe financially even in the body of Christ, but while you are doing the right thing. Hallelujah. As long as you are making sure that everything you are doing when you stand on the pulpit, when you are teaching your congregation, when you are preaching the gospel, you are doing it from the bottom of your heart and you are following what God is giving you, then do not worry. Hallelujah. It is just a matter of maintaining or remaining in him, trusting him and holding on to him. Eventually, he is going to bless you as he desires. But the point is, uh, the love for things need to be checked. You need to monitor. You need to be careful what you are loving in, in life. You need to be careful what you are trying to do to get what you want. You need to be careful because there is a saying that do whatever it takes. But the danger is in doing whatever it takes, people lose their way. In doing whatever it takes, people lose their lives. 
in doing whatever it takes, the Holy Spirit can even leave you. In doing whatever it takes, you can end up being alone, you know, going astray from the path that God has placed you. Doing whatever it takes, you can end up being a person who has lost the morals. Why? Because you love things so much. So what are we saying? The love for things must always be checked. Praise the Lord. Remember, Matthew chapter 26, verse 14 to 16, I want you to keep that scripture. Because we say a lot about Judas. But one thing that I have discovered, which God has shown me, is to say that it was the love of things. Hallelujah. The man was willing to do whatever was necessary to get an advantage. The man was willing to do whatever was necessary so that he could be ahead in society. The man was looking to do whatever was necessary so that he could have an advantage. The man was willing to do whatever was necessary so that he could be regarded as a person in society. The man was willing to do whatever was necessary, but what he was willing to do was wrong because he ended up betraying the Son of God. So today, before you rush and say, no, 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 but I just want to have money, find out how are you doing it. You're saying, no, but I just want to be married. Find out how are you doing it. Are you snatching someone else's husband? Are you snatching someone else's wife? Are you going around and you're lying your way into life, into success? Are you going around and you're stealing, you're doing corruption and you're doing all the nasty things so you can achieve an advantage? Because the conscience is yours that is going to be eaten. Hallelujah. Everyone else may not know how you are doing it. Everyone else may not know how you got there. But you and yourself will always know how you got there. And if you haven't done it the right way, believe me, you are never going to have peace in your life. There will be moments when your conscience will be reminding you that, listen, Tadala, you may be ahead right now, but remember how you did it. You may have all the things now that you wanted, but remember how you got them. You may have this right now, but remember how you achieved it. Hallelujah. So the love for things can kill the conscience. My God, this is a revelation. The love for things can kill your conscience. Your conscience can end up dying slowly up until it is no longer alive or active because of the love of things. People have loved good things so much that they no longer have a conscience. And that's why it's a dog eat dog world that we are living in. That people will do whatever it takes so that they can be ahead in life. Why? The love of things is so much. And we make an excuse. We say, no, 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 but I have to do it so I can look after my own. I have to do it so that I can take care of my own. But should you do it in a way that is crookery? Should you do it in a way that is illegal? Should you do it in a way that is wrong? Should you do it in a way that you are losing your integrity? Should you do it in a way that when people look, they laugh about women? Should you do it in a way that when people look, they laugh about men? Should you do it in a way that when people look at servants of God, they have no respect? Should you do it in a way that when people look at work, employment, people should not even want it? Should you do it in a way that when people desire business because of your corrupt ways, people should say, I do not want to be in a business because it is full of corruption. Why? They love for things. Hallelujah. So I want you to be a people who are saying when you have chosen to be a child of God, 
When you have chosen to follow Jesus Christ, it means you are saying you want to live an honest life. Because there is no scripture that says Jesus crooked anyone. There is no scripture that says Jesus lied to anyone. There is no scripture that says Jesus did things so that he could gain an advantage by using the wrong ways. Hallelujah. But everything about him was honest. So if you are saying you want to follow Jesus, if you are saying that you want to do the work of God, if you are saying that you want to be a good child of God, then you must remember that you must do the things that are right before God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I love that. Where your treasure is, your heart is. That's what the scripture says. So you really have to make sure you know exactly what you are treasuring, what you are valuing in life. Praise the Lord. Now, let me finish with this important statements. Number one, we, we mostly say, I will do whatever it takes. Now, before you make that statement, I would like to say to you, be careful what you mean. Did you hear that? When you say, I will do whatever it takes, make sure that you are careful in whatever that you mean in your statement. Number two, when you say, what will you do to me or for me in return? Be careful by making that statement. Hallelujah. If you are a boss, if you are a CEO, a manager, and a woman is asking for promotion, a woman is asking for an increase, a woman is asking that she should be recognized in the workplace, be careful when you are saying to her, what will you do for me in return? Praise the Lord. Let that mean that, listen, are you going to work hard? Are you going to indeed do what it takes so that you can rise? Are you going to give your best effort? Are you going to go out and go beyond, you know, the, the norm in order for you to, to, to rise within your capacity, within your career? Hallelujah. But don't mean things that are going to cause the woman to lose her integrity. When you say, what will I benefit? Be careful with that statement. Hallelujah. Don't go around and say, what will I benefit everywhere? Because the love of things will cause your mind, even when you had good intentions, to end up shifting. When you are making this statement, it can cause the enemy, the devil, to creep in your mind and cause you to begin to think things which you did not even plan. Why? Because you are busy saying, what will I benefit? Hallelujah. And number four, what will you give me if I? Be careful of that statement. Hallelujah. Don't just go around and always want something in return. Always want, No, sometimes learn to do things without expecting anything in return. Praise the Lord. If a woman wants help from me, there should be no strings attached. Hallelujah. I should help because I want to help. Hallelujah. And the same for you as a woman. If there is a man that wants help, don't let there be strings attached. Maybe because you like how he looks. Maybe because he's got money or he's got a, 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 a voice in society. Maybe he has got authority. Maybe he has got power to help in certain things. Therefore, do not cause the person to end up losing their integrity because of you. Praise the Lord. But check your love for things. And the last one is, you first need to give me before I do this. Be careful of that. This is exactly what Judas Iscariot said to the priests. That what are you willing to do for me if I offer Jesus? What are you willing to do for me if I give you the Messiah? Hallelujah. So what am I saying? I want you to be careful. Praise the Lord. Before you go out in 2022 and wanting all the good things without thinking, apply your mind. 
and they say yes I have been failing my course and I would like to pass. But don't go to the lecture and tell the lecture, listen, um, um, uh, what, will, what, what do I have to do in order to pass? And yet you are referring to the wrong things. And for you as a lecturer or you as a teacher, don't go and tell the students, praise the Lord, that what are you willing to do for you to pass? What are you willing to do for me to make you pass? Don't do such things. Hallelujah. Rather, offer the right advice. Praise the Lord. Let everyone maintain their integrity. Don't be the reason for someone to lose their Christianity. Don't be the reason for someone to lose their integrity. Don't be the reason for someone to fall in their Christianity. Don't be the reason for someone to no longer believe. Don't be the reason for someone to no longer trust Jesus. Don't be the cause of someone no longer being a believer. Don't be the cause of someone being divorced. Don't be the cause of someone you know, leaving their relationship. Don't be the cause of someone falling into corruption. Don't be the reason why people no longer trust one another. No, rather you must do the opposite. Be the reason why someone wants to remain in their relationship. Be the reason why someone wants to get married. Be the reason why someone wants to trust the bosses. Be the reason why someone wants to trust a pastor, trust a prophet. Hallelujah. Be the reason why someone wants to desire to get into marriage because of the way you are conducting your Yourself, watch your love for things. Hallelujah. That's my message. Really simple but straightforward. The love for things. You must watch it. It must be your prayer. What we prayed in the beginning that God must help you, that your wants should not lead you into trouble or difficulties. That must be your prayer. Let me say that slowly. It should be your desire that God should help you, that your wants in life should not lead you into trouble. It should not lead you into difficulties. It should not lead you into problems. Hallelujah. So whatever you are going to want, whatever you are going to desire, whatever you are going to plan for, let it be a point that it should be good. It should be genuine. It should be with integrity. It should be with trust. It should be with an honest mind. Hallelujah. The love for things. Praise the Lord. Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for your word. That, Father, you have chosen to, spoke, to speak a word which you have said in the love for things. I had no idea that this is what you would have spoken or you were going to speak in this moment. But, God, you saw, oh Lord, a reason for this. And I thank you that, Father, I have spoken without holding anything. I have spoken the scripture that you gave. I have spoken the examples, the statements that you gave. And on top of that, Holy Spirit, you have helped so I can speak even revelations which I did not even know would be spoken this moment. I pray, Father, for your daughter and your son that are watching and listening. That, Father, as they are desiring so many things in life, as they want so many things out of 2022, may they want the right things. May they want the things, my Lord, that will not make them to lose who they are in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I give you praise and I give you honor. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to go back. Listen to this again when you have a moment. Read the scripture again. And make sure that you are not the cause. You are not the reason why someone is going to cry. You are not the reason why someone is going to complain. You are not the reason why someone is going to say, I no longer have integrity. You should not be the reason why someone will say that I am no longer a believer. 
You should not be a reason why someone is no longer in marriage. You should not be a reason for someone being divorced. You should not be a reason of someone having a heartbreak. You should not be a reason of someone complaining. Rather be the opposite. Be the reason why someone is celebrating this week. Be the reason why someone is going to be happy in 2022. Be a reason why someone is going to say, yes, I now have a positive attitude in this new year. Be a reason why someone will say, yes, I trust the children of God. I trust the church. I trust the Christianity. I trust the believers. I trust the word of God. I trust the preachers, pastors. I trust the believers. I trust the work. Hallelujah. Be the reason why people are going to speak positive about life. Hallelujah. With that, I have come to the end of the message. And I thank you for taking the time really to tune in and listen. Because indeed, God has spoken a word. And I trust that he will continue to speak to you and to help you that your wants are not going to lead you astray. With that, have a beautiful day further and have a wonderful week. Enjoy and God lift you. Shalom.